Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to episode 42 of Wings, Beers, and Tears. We are a DMV sports podcast coming to you from Montgomery County, Maryland, here on this Wednesday evening in March. And these are weird, weird times, boys. Let's go around the room here. Jerry, how are you, man? The Corona. Jerry, uh, the Wings, Beers, and Tears studio is spotless and sanitized. I thank you for that. As far as we know. As far as we know. we got Corona surrounding us, man. We might as well just go down like the Titanic. Well, I just want to say, first and foremost, I'm, I'm very sorry that our large studio audience is not able to you know, witness this pod because we have decided you know, to save the world you know, a little bit at a time, and, and make sure we have no. That's right. No, we are we are no, conf- we are conformists. Yeah. We made sure that there was not more than a thousand people here for our podcast. Yeah. My favorite tweet is uh, West Virginia. A buddy of mine sent me a text with somebody's tweet that said, "Playing games in front of empty in empty stadiums." Pitt was ahead of the curve. Yeah, so are the Redskins. <laughs> so are the Wizards. So are the Orioles. Ah, so are too the, good. Too good. Everybody that sucks. Ah, uh, in all seriousness, how are you guys doing, boys? Ah, fine. Yeah. Excellent, Jeremy. Always happy to be here. Excellent. Even it doesn't always seem like it. Yeah, man. So right off the bat, uh, I mean, we we had our whole agenda planned. We we're going to talk some March Madness. We we're going to talk Big Ten tournament and our Terps. We we're going to talk where that may or may not, uh, you know, lead them for their NCAA seating. Um, and right now, the fervor for all that is uh, kind of kind of quelled here in the short term. Is um, the NCAA tournament just announced today that they will be playing the tournament in front of? essentially empty stadiums with only teams uh, uh, personnel that is, you know, required to have the game happen, medical personnel, um, you know, faculty that, that has to travel with the team, et cetera, et cetera. Other than that, man, it's going to be fucking playing like in a ghost town. It's going to be weird. I think more likely than not. I mean, it seems like they're doing it incrementally. Like yeah. they're going to go every two to three weeks and then reevaluate, which right. is probably smart. Yeah. And prudent. yeah. But I think, there's a good chance that the NCAA tournament will be canceled. It, it, it's Just very possible. I had the same thought. It's trending that way. The momentum is to cancel rather than to try to be prudent and, and cautious. Um, but I heard Naki said on the way home when I was driving home today that you know CBS is an $8.8 billion right. March Madness package. Yep. And they're not, they're not going to lose that. I you was going to say, so despite the fact that you don't have the, the, the butts in the seats, right? If it's, it's going TV. on, yeah. you're goddamn right. We're going to be watching it, yeah. Wings, Beers, and Tears style. The butts you know? in the seats mean virtually nothing compared to the TV money. Bingo. Absolutely. Absolutely. Bingo. And it, you well, know it's why, it, so in Europe, um, obviously that's where you know one of the epicenters is because it is so close in proximity to, to China. But um, you know, in European football, they have forever, any time that there has been an incident, they, they will play games in empty stadiums. They've done that many, many times. Um, so it's not an unprecedented thing per se on a large scale. And for the point Jeremy just made, the TV money is too fucking good for them to tr- outright cancel. You know, yes, you want those 50,000 people there, but that pales in comparison to the five, you know, to 10 million that are watching at home. Well, it's, it's just limiting exposure, and, and I get it. And I, I think, if anything, I, I feel kind of bad for. You know, any senior playing any sport NCAA this spring, you know, going out, maybe the last games they're ever going to play, if they even play them, if they don't get canceled, and they're in front of no fans. It's just, you know, I mean, obviously health is more important. I want to make sure, I mean, everybody listening knows we, you know, all we do is joke around here, but um, obviously health is the most important thing, and that's why all this is understandable. Right. I just hope it's being done 
for practical reasons, not just because people are scared of being shamed on Twitter or something like that. Sure, sure. Well, so it's a fine line, right? I mean, as far as I can remember. And I will any, shame them on Twitter, I'm just saying. Any you know true epidemic that we've seen in our lifetime has generally been at a, at a fairly far arm's length. So it affects what you do, but it's not really doesn't really hit home. Sports is one of those things when it's starting to affect your local teams and and, and your day to day what you're doing. You kind of go, this is really hitting me at home right now, and and so it's it, it's just odd, it's so well, weird. It's it's one of the first times we've had anything like this happen. Also in this age of social media, um, you know, it sort of happened. You know, with Kobe. It was the first big celebrity death that was immediately on social media, essentially in real time. In real, yeah. I guess in real time before his family knew, right? And, and this and this this has a very similar feel to me. And now, if it gets good information out that people actually pay attention to and listen to, honestly, it's it's uh you know it's positive taking positives out of negatives that that happens. But I just I I just don't trust people to be smart. Well, that that goes without saying. I mean, you know, people are going to be morons no matter what. You know, you hope that they get this thing under control uh, from the standpoint of transmission being so minimal and so unique that um, it hits you like a, you know, a ton of bricks and, you know, you can go about your daily life and and do whatever else. Um, I'm just hoping they can quarantine people. They can segregate the population in enough enough time to sort of uh, be able to treat it. But this is just something we're going to have to endure until there's a vaccination. Yep. That's just uh, it. Pretty much. You know, yep. I mean, there, there is no, it's not going to go away. It's not. But what's interesting is, so the, the point of inception in China, which had however many number of cases just a couple weeks ago, and they had set up emergency hospitals just for this virus. Right. They've already closed the hospitals, and the numbers are almost half of what they were two weeks right. ago. It'll be, it'll get, so, right. So I, I heard the expert today, I was just telling Jeremy that Anthony Fauci guy basically said, as quickly as this arose is as quickly as it should be quelled if it's treated properly and with the attention it deserves. He goes, it's taken us a few weeks to figure out how to focus the attention. Now, to, now that it's there, he said, just listen to your local and state um, you know, government with whatever rules and regulations they have in place for you. Follow them and carry on. You know? I mean, I don't... I, I hate that we are so scared of this that it just affects so much life. There is so much panic, um, and it's a... a you know, election year, so they're gonna. The politicians oh, are gonna use that, and the course. media is gonna use it for their own agenda. Sure. Yeah, whatever makes, fuel drives the car, right. right? But obviously, this is something that is happening. Um, it's going to continue to happen. Uh, we just have to be smart. I, you know, uh, I am. You know, Holly and I were talking. We have tickets to all these concerts this year. I, I don't I think those are going to go forward I know. unless it's you know Pearl Jam canceled right uh, already. Um, we could have, be a uh, blessing, Jared. Yeah, we, we, have, we have guns and <laughs> Tell Eddie Vedder I said I gave him the middle finger, that fucking asshole. <laughs> we, so, <laughs> we're going to have to get into that story one day. Um, but uh, no, the, you know, with uh, we have Guns and Roses, we have Stained and Disturbed and That's Motley right. Crew. That's right. And uh, I have a trip to Turks and Caicos this summer, which I'm hoping. Still goes on. Well, that's just it, right? It's kind of a wait and see right now. Anything yeah. long term, there's no need to do anything. There's no need to worry. Correct. I mean, um, so when it comes to sports, to me, that's the ultimate question because this is the prime time of, you know, so many big sporting events. Right? March Madness doesn't get much bigger than that on the big scale. You know, on the big scale, they have to play the games. They, 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 they have, have to, to, right? 
baseball opening day is coming up. You know, we laugh because there's 162 games, but baseball opening day is a huge fucking deal, you know? And, you know, the beginning of that season, now, not many people go to baseball games, and I'm being completely serious here. After opening day, the attendance tends to plummet. So if you've got to play the first few weeks in front of empty stadiums, so be it. I think they will continue to play. That's a sport that can withstand because they have so so. many games. Bingo. But Um, but but the Caps. But then you got NHL and NBA playoffs coming up. I mean, how much revenue are you losing if you don't have fans and therefore those fans aren't drinking beers, they aren't buying food? And what about the workers? Exactly. I you mean, know, that, it, it's that, that devastating. Is a huge economic windfall. It's devastating for a sport like the NHL, which is oh, four out of four. Absolutely, you know I mean? that's no, four, no, no doubt about it. And they need them. So in the in the NBA, they've already said that the uh, Warriors will play in front of you know uh, uh, no no fans. Right. You know, they they will play the games. They will play it at home, but it will be an empty stadium. I believe the Sharks are following suit. Jay. Yes, and um, so Caps are home or road tomorrow? Home. Are they home no more? I believe so. Yeah. Well, who's their next loss to? <laughs> um, <laughs> who are they play, right? Um, no, but uh, I have a feeling, because right as of right this minute, which I don't even know what time it is, I don't really care, um, is you know, the Caps and Wizards say they're going to play in front of fans as normal. My guess is NBA and or NHL will come down the next day or two and change that. Well, um, see, this is like literally happening as we speak because that DC, what is it, DC events? Which is the um, you know the marketing body for DC public venues just came out with the edict of the thousand yeah I mean people that's, or less what, I mean that, that literally just happened that's what the the uh, the government the DC government came out with yeah I don't know how Leonsis can get away with putting sixteen thousand and people I think that's the- Jeremy's point I don't I, I think he might say hey we're exempt from that and then the league might go no you're not. <laughs> you you don't have that uh, you don't have that choice. Well, he can go and say, "I didn't know I couldn't do that." <laughs> you know? For, Did your what? lawyer send it to my lawyer? <laughs> right. So, uh, it, it would be weird if they if the city had policemen out there blocking fans from going in. Wouldn't that be fucking weird? That would be extreme. Be like Armageddon shit, man. God damn it. God damn it. I was looking forward to a good positive pod tonight. Um. We don't have positive pods when we have the Capitals, but we'll talk about those fucktards uh, after uh, in the third have, segment. Don't they have whatever four to the left, four to the last six points they've earned? I, mean, I you know. hate Jeremy's optimism. <laughs> He's so cynical. Uh, I just think you're an ass, but it's okay. Well, still, you're a hundred percent right. I, about I still that. love you. So something eerie. So after the getting to sports now for a second. So Caps Pens. By the way, I don't know that the Caps could have played any better. <laughs> They play when they want to play. They don't play when they don't want to play. Well, they were fantastic. That shouldn't be yeah. a problem. They, really. they, they, they were fantastic <laughs> Saturday. I told Jay, I said, uh, we talked Monday, and I said, so here we, we go on the road to uh, Buffalo. I was like, I just want a point out of this. I don't even care. And I said, I just I picture some like 2-2 blah game. And when I looked down at my phone and they made it 2-2, I was like, well, that was fucking weird. <laughs> yeah. and, but, and blah was the right word. The first 40 yeah. minutes of that game were uh, snooze fest. Well, I mean, I, I thought – I, we can talk about Maryland first because they're obviously the more imminent story. But I, more and more Capitals players are starting to come out and being frustrated. Oh, yeah. And they're all directing their frustration at the same core group of players who are not playing very hard. And that's Ovechkin, Kuznetsov. I mean, Ovechkin's scoring goals, but I sure. don't know if he's playing two-way. Uh, and, and Holtby, basically, if anybody has a right to bitch, it's Braden Holtby. You know, if yeah. anybody has a right, because he's always getting, you know, uh, breakaways 
Yep. For you know, turn. I mean, he 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 is the victim of all their miscues. Mm-hmm. Um. So. No, I mean the buck stops with him, and and I'm, I'm with him. I'd be pissed too if I was like, "Fuck, guys, stop leaving me out to dry." I guess the thing that really hasn't gotten any better, even in that Penguins game, and even when we played better in the third period against Buffalo, this team takes penalties at a historic, alarming rate. Amazing, and it's not stopping. And if you look at a game like the Pittsburgh game, I think the referees were absolutely dreadful, just dreadful. This is the course of the whole the whole season now. We take penalties more than anybody else. That's on us. Well, once you have the reputation of taking penalties, they're going to call more penalties. You don't get the benefit of the doubt. Bottom line is we've got to play harder to prevent lazy penalties. And I think that's at its core where it's at. You've used the word disinterested for months now, and you're not wrong. When you watch them play disinterested, they play slower. They play lazier. They get the grabbing. They get the hooking. They get the holding. They get the the interference behind the play. and And then it burns them. And, you know, it all goes back to possession because Boom. generally, I say generally because, you know, I'm sure Kuzi's had about 100 offensive zone penalties in his career. But um, <laughs> they, uh, they've they been doing a – I think if if there's a place where they've been doing a decent job, it's it's the not taking the silly offensive zone penalties. It's almost always after a turnover when they get stuck in the zone or whatever it is. And none of that's good, but it's just to show you, you know, what the difference is against Pittsburgh wasn't that bad because they had possession. Right. On the bright side, it looks like Nick Jensen's starting to play a little bit better. Yeah, I really have no idea what the switch was there with him, but I mean, he's just so much better. Well, he's always had the wheels. It's been, you know, decision making. And when, you know, that's something you can fix. And it's, it somehow, it's something's clicking right now with him. Now, of course, everybody else start probably get back on the horse and he'll fall apart again. But, right. Um, <laughs> no, but I, he's got the wheels and I think he's got the game that if his head's in, he's got the right partner, um, he'll be fine. Well, when you, when you watch him play against Pittsburgh, obviously that's their rival. Um, there's natural and genuine and legitimate bad blood there. And they're probably, up the you know amped up a little bit and Pittsburgh was they're, they're reeling a little bit. Pittsburgh's been terrible. Yeah, so they lost eight out of ten or something like that. Yeah, so I mean, I'm with I, I'm still somewhat optimistic that when you get in the playoffs, the size of the Capitals will will prevail and they will win series. I do think it's important. I I have said um, all along that it really doesn't matter who they play. I don't really care who they play. Mm-hmm. And to an extent, that's true. But I do want them to be the number one seed based on what Jeremy said, that they can make the last change, which is important right. when you're trying to hide people. Yep. Yep. You know? Oh, yeah. Trying to hide people, trying to get the matchups you want, because a guy that you might hide in one series could be valuable in another. But right. You want to hold the cards as to when you pull the trigger and, and you know deploy that lineup. And so at least for the first two rounds, I'd like to be able to... Or maybe at least one round. Sure, uh, be the higher seed. I, I'm going to go ahead and just take the approach I've always taken into the playoffs. In in terms of yes, you can you can try and pick your opponent, but it's like picking your poison. And in a seven game series, and it, and we know the caps, it's probably going to go seven. <laughs> I mean, it's as you sit here right now, seven. Pittsburgh should be your first round desire because they're fading, and the caps play against them pretty well. They do. They do, and likewise, Philly would be a nightmare. Yeah, because we just don't match up well with them. Um, they're playing really, really good hockey. And you want—correct me if I'm wrong, Jeremy—but you want them. They seem to have a lot of speed and skill. You want them to have to go through the Islanders and get beat up. Yep. So by the time you're playing them, they've are—they're already hobbling a little bit. You know? Yeah, I mean, I think you can make the argument either way. You know, get them before they—you know. 
before they get traction. You're right. I mean, it's because I, I do the same thing. I always would say, definitely don't want Pittsburgh in the first round, for example. I want them in the second round so they're beat up. Fine. I mean, you know, because you have to play them sometime anyway. Who knows what's going to happen to you? But I, I think, you know, any way you want to say it, it it's, it's accurate. <laughs> I, I just remember like three or four years ago, I was working out and I was reading a post on uh, or reading a quote from Malkin. And he said, um, this is when Pittsburgh was sort of backing into the playoffs. And he said, I don't care where we go in the playoffs. We know we're good. Once we once we get to the playoffs, we're ready to go. Yep. And damn it, he was right. Yep. You know? And I think, you know, that's sort of the mindset of of a lot of the caps. Now, that could backfire mm-hmm. because if they go in there and they continue to play like they are, they will not make it out of the first round. Right. So if they have a switch, maybe they do. Mm-hmm. But it's not like Todd Reardon and his coaching staff give me a lot of confidence. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know. Sure. Well, look. They obviously have a switch of some sort because you can't look as inept as they did against uh, the Rangers last week and then look as good as you did against Pittsburgh. Then within the same game, they looked completely lost and listless against Buffalo. And they're terrible. And then in the third period against Buffalo. They look great. It's amazing we didn't score eight goals. <laughs> I mean, the third period, was just every single chance was just a golden chance. So they obviously have it in, in their construct to be a top-tier team. But even against Buffalo... They take that stupid penalty in overtime, and it's yep. like, Jesus, man. I know. They can't catch a break. I know. Well, and, you know, acknowledging that Buffalo stinks. They lost six in a row or whatever coming in. But I, I think that what you saw in those first two periods, though, are more what – that's what you want to see when they're bad because they, they didn't give up that many chances. They just didn't do anything. Right. Um, you, you know, know what? You make a good point. That's Dale Hunter hockey right there. So, And I think that was kind of my point when I told you <laughs> right, I wouldn't mind a 2-2 yeah. game because – we didn't really give up that much. One one goal was a power play goal. Shocker, you know. Yeah, you're right. Hey, we're in the box. But Jeremy's right. We really didn't give up any – I can't think of any true breakdowns between the Pittsburgh and Buffalo game. They just didn't generate anything. No. Well, not in the Buffalo game. Pittsburgh game, they were buzzing the oh, whole yeah, time. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, but, um, but, you know, they got the Red Wings at home, Blackhawks at home. Those are four points you should get. Yeah. Especially yeah. if, you know, you, you, you're grind. I mean, now they're trying to ramp it up a little bit. You know, you have 14 games left. Mm-hmm. You know, start ramping it up, getting your getting your defensive pairs together, let them play. Yep, and start get, collecting some points. Yep. Well, I mean, I don't know. I'm still, I'm still on the fence as to as to what this team really needs in terms of an injection of life because I don't I don't think they really need much more other than to just catalyze a little bit at the right time and. They need their leaders to step up and be ready to play because their leaders are their best players. And, and I will say this because you, uh, you, you prescribe to the you know, religion of Alan May. <laughs> Alan May is, has been on record now all over social media and everywhere else saying, if, if you want to hate on the Caps, go ahead, but don't talk to me about it. He's like, because until the playoffs start, he goes, I don't even really want to hear it. Right. I'm ready for the playoffs to start. Exactly. You know? You know, they can't get here fast enough, in other words. Um, Jay, I, I obviously feel the same. I mean, Alan May is a brilliant man. I'll go on record <laughs> saying that. Um, I probably have many times. We agree with you, Alan. Uh, May. He's a he's a lovely man. But uh, I mean, I just it, it's it's frustrating because you 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 really do feel like a guy like Koozie. So I always pick on him all the time. But if he's just playing even a B plus game for him, the Cavs probably do win every game. 
Pretty much, or they're going to get a, they're going to be in it in the last two minutes every single game. Is because he's so dominant, and I think that's what gets that's what gets frustrating. Is a guy who should be one of the top ten players in the world is top one hundred at best, and where where do you where does that switch flip? He yeah. is so infuriating. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we got spoiled, I think, with that Stanley Cup run because he was so dialed in and brilliant. And we went, this is the koozie we all know and love. Bottom line was that was peak koozie that he decided well, to play that way. And it was, I don't know if it was the season before or two seasons before, but he basically carried us through that Islander series. Yeah, he, he really know, did. You're it's, right. like, it's not like he's only done it once. I know yeah, that's not right what you were that. saying by any means, but yeah. we know how capable he is. Um, I just think it's almost with him. I know that some of the hardcore haters wouldn't say it this way, but I just he just doesn't really care that much. I don't no, mean that in a bad way. He just doesn't. He's just chill. No, he doesn't He's give like, a shit. I just want to have a good time. You know, playoffs come around. I'll do my best for my teammates, but I'm not that I'm not worried about it too much. Yeah, so he's it's not. Like, he's uh, not the gamer type that your yeah. guys like. Ovi Wilson yeah. Eller. I mean, that's his way he's made. You're not that's, that. You're not going to change. I agree, and not yeah. everybody's made that way. So, but there has to be something that uh, th- th- there's got to be some elixir or glue that brings these guys together to play over the course of uh, you know a two or three week stretch the way they're capable of playing like we saw on the road against Pittsburgh, um, and not like we saw in New York last week. That game just that game made me want to throw up. I just think that oh, it was terrible. God, what an awful hockey game. I mean, to let one dude score five fucking goals <laughs> on you. Fucking shit. And and they had in the third period basically ten consecutive minutes of power play. Oh, it was unbelievable. I, I don't think I've ever seen anything like that no. at the NHL level. And it was like they would they would commit a penalty with like one second left. It was so uncanny. Oh. It was it was crazy. Oh well. Whatever. Oh well, I digress. You know, the next couple of weeks going to be really odd to see these games played again in front of empty stadiums. Um, but I think the games will be played. I'm watching the Northwestern Minnesota game, and it looks like it's basically being played in front of a empty stadium. Eh, it probably should be, by, regardless of by design. Yeah, regardless of any uh, restrictions or That's whatever. That's why the Big Ten was like, "Yeah, fuck it." Until the semifinals, we don't really give a shit. No one's coming anyway. That's yeah, you know, less than a thousand people who gives a shit. <laughs> exactly. Um, exactly. But, uh, and just along that track, just reading that University of Maryland has basically said no fans for any sporting events through April 10th just came out in the last few minutes. What so. sports is that? Uh, be lacrosse, baseball, and all, oh, field, yeah, hockey, field hockey, or, you, yeah. know, you name it. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, I think it's a matter of time before MCPS, the high school, uh, they cancel the spring. I, I'm sports. waiting for that to, to yeah. happen. Yeah. Have they yeah. started yet? Yeah, baseball okay. started. Lacrosse is starting. Yep, they're usually ahead of the panic button, um, so I think that's inevitable. Well, they're just worried about the lawyers. They should be <laughs> lawyers are scumbags. <laughs> um, so we we move our attention a little bit now that we're talking about college basketball. Talk about the Terps. Uh, disappointing loss last week against Rutgers on the road, um, and a great bounce back win against uh, Michigan at home to, to round out the regular season. I'm glad that we were able to have a full house on Sunday so they could see Anthony Cowan out correctly. Uh, what an absolute loyal, homegrown talent that guy has been. The accolades continue to pour in for him, and they're all deserving and just incredible. Um, and obviously on, the, on a college scale, you only get maximum four years with your, you know, uh, you know, with your heroes. But, man, has he been all that and then, and then some for four years. So well, he has an opportunity to go from being one of the good players in Maryland history to being a legend. Yep. And that's, I hope, how he takes it. This is my time to, be, to become 
you know, Gravis Vasquez and Juan Dixon being yep. able to elevate teams yep. uh, and advance in the tournament. Well, it's you know, it's a, a great point. It's been some of the debate that's been going around kind of being a senior is people want to, you know, let's say Vasquez and Blake are the two, you know, sort of recent comparisons. Uh, I mean, D- you know, Dixon not a point guard, so you know, I have a different different type of player a little bit. But you know, I what I think is you know, Cowan can go from again just being damn good, you know, a top what what would you call him fifty at all, all time at Maryland or something oh, like that. Oh, easily, yeah. Whatever number so. you want to throw out. Yeah. That if they do make a run, yeah, assuming they play the games, <laughs> if they do make a run, he could go from no way you can put him up with Steve Blake to why can't you? Yeah. Well, he could right, be right. <laughs> right now he's Mellow Tremble. He's on that really yeah. good player. Yep. Long time fan favorite. But he hadn't won anything, mm-hmm. so does he's he? Also, want- yeah, he's different too. I mean, he doesn't. He also he doesn't have a wand to pass to like Steve did. So I'm not saying it's know. fair, but that's just the oh, way yeah, it's absolutely. looked at. Yeah, I mean, sure, he's, he's got to get past the Sweet 16. Well, and, and I think Turgeon has to. I think uh, the you know the guys that are going to be relied upon next year, they need that taste of Sweet success. Um, and I think getting past the Sweet 16 is where it's at. Um, and you know, as, as it stands right now, you're looking at most likely a three seed for Maryland, correct? Yeah. I would say they're pretty much locked into that three. I mean, if they do make it to the final um, of the tournament, they, they may move up. If they win it, they definitely get a two. I don't see how they don't get a two if they win the tournament. Yeah. So I'm counting on them not winning is. the tournament. Yeah. That's all. That, that's that's why I'm saying. Yeah. Three yeah. is pretty much it. Yeah. So the way the Big Ten tournament's bracket's looking is, is like this. Um, the first game is right going on right now. And that's Northwestern and Minnesota. They're in the upper part of the bracket, so they really don't have. A, yeah, we don't care about they, them. They don't care about them. <laughs> After this game, Nebraska will play Indiana. I assume, for purposes of this discussion, Indiana will win. I would think and so. And then they will play Penn State. And then Maryland plays the winner of that, which are both pretty good teams. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like to see them play Penn State because I think they need a revenge. I think they want how bad they played up there. Um, I think they. They'd want to get them again, but we only played them once, didn't we? It was yes. that game early. Yeah, it was the game was. early on. I think I probably said earlier in the week that I'd rather play, you know, Indiana because I don't want Penn State to beat us up. But you know what? You know, I, I don't know if you really need revenge from a game in early December, but I, I, I want it in tournament. In tournament, it's just survive and advance. So it doesn't yep. really. I don't really give a shit who. You and everybody play. cares what I want. So what sucks? <laughs> what sucks though is that Maryland's a three seed. Even though, by the way, can I just? It seemed a little bit. Ridiculous how three teams got trophies. Oh, I think it's stupid. That's just, I mean, it, hang a banner, sure. get a banner, say Big Ten co champs or whatever. Right. But everybody getting separate trophies is so stupid. I don't like it. Cut it in three pieces. It's like, <laughs> it, this is how we live now. Everybody gets a trophy. Right? Yep. That, it, but, it, uh, I mean, it, exhibit A. And yeah. the way Maryland celebrated it was like they were the only one. And I, I get it. It was a big deal. Sure. But they were cutting down nets, and I was like, Jesus Christ. Just wait till next year, and everybody in the conference is 10 and 10. <laughs> I mean, I was like, "This is Maryland, right?" It's possible, I mean, they right? won a national championship, so I'm not really sure. Look, I was I was happy for the guys to to have that level of success, but like you said, Jerry, I mean, a week to ten days ago, we held our own destiny to to be the outright champs. Absolutely, that would have been a whole lot different feeling. Yeah, you know, well, and you know, look, Turge came out and he said. You know the the stretch run was was really tough. We knew it was going to be hard. Four games in five and uh, like nine days. Yep, or and all good opponents, and and we had to grind it out. I I don't disagree with any of that. But if you want to be the outright champ, you have to take it, and we didn't. You got to beat so. Minnesota, who's currently a twelve seed in your own tournament. You know, right? 
Um, well, considering it, what they're going to be playing in front of going forward, I'm, I'm happy for them that they did celebrate like that because it's not going to be the same if there's no fans in the stands. Rest yeah, of the way, fair so. enough. Fair point. That's, yeah. Fair point. I mean, that was more of an aside. Uh, but, it, no, but, but but Wisconsin gets the number one seed overall, right. which means they avoid Michigan State uh-huh. until the final, which that's bad news for Maryland or bad luck for Maryland. Yeah. Um, so Maryland will get the Penn State, most likely the Penn State-Indiana winner. Um, Michigan State will get the Ohio State-Purdue winner. Iowa will get the winner of this game, which is currently 17-14 Minnesota. And then Rutgers that's gets football. Michigan. And Wisconsin gets the winner of that game. So, well, as you read the bracket, it's a tough conference. Although, oh my God, yeah, these I teams mean, are good, man. Absolutely right. Are, would anybody be surprised if Michigan beat Wisconsin? Not at I all. Wouldn't. Not at all. I would be surprised if anybody, if Ohio State or Purdue beat Michigan State. But oh, Ohio, I wouldn't be surprised if Ohio State beat them. Uh, I think Michigan State. Michigan State. This is their time. Yeah, they're dialed I in. Think they're, 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 they're playing well. I would be disappointed if Maryland did not get to the semifinal game in the tournament against Michigan State. I agree. I'd like to. I'd like to beat either Penn State or Indiana. Um, we've beaten Indiana already twice. Um, I could see Indiana beating Penn State. Sure, absolutely, you know? absolutely. Um, Other than like Nebraska winning like multiple games, anybody can win. Yes, I mean the the guy the teams in a playoff game are in a playoff game for a reason. They suck. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean Nebraska Northwestern aside, I can see. Indiana winning. I can see. I can see Minnesota. Um, I can see Minnesota beating Iowa. Yeah, because now that I think about that, that's you know they're that's not they're not like astronomically in different talent levels and. Yeah, yep. Well, I mean, Garz is their best player, and well, who's he got to go against if he might play Minnesota? Otero. Yep. Who's might be better than him? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, that guy's that guy's a beast. Um, well. Again, I'm, I'm hoping this weekend plays itself out with very little fanfare. Pardon the pun, because there's really not going to be anybody there. But uh, and actually, we were jumping the gun. I, I sort of said the same thing. They, I mean, there may be fans there for the Big Ten tournament yeah. all the way through. We don't know but yet. But listen, man, this is the best. Assuming the games go forward, the fans not being there is weird. It's weird. But after the first five minutes, I'll okay, be yeah, fine. Be, uh, all I want to do is I want to go to a bar or not go to a bar and sit at my house <laughs> and watch the fucking. Yeah. Games. I know. I know. There's beer. I mean, it's. It, I like honestly. I like the the conference tournaments almost as much as I like the first two rounds. Or I love the, Saturday Sunday of the conference yeah, tournaments. Those are so much fun. You're getting good teams playing each other, yep. and it's back to back to back. It's you know the intensity's I, different too. Right. Like every I, single possession matters, and every I mean, the kids know each other so well. Yep. You know, I like that better than the first two days of the tournament. Only because the competition is generally better. I do like upsets. That's kind of fun, unless sure. it's my team losing. Sure, which is generally what happens. <laughs> um, but um, you know, it's just a great time, and I hope they don't cancel it. But you know what? All it takes is one player to get it. Yep, one and player. It's, it's finished. One ref. One broadcaster. One scorer. One anybody in the arena. I assume the broad. Why do the broadcasters need to be there? Put them in a studio. And yeah. let them call the game from the studio. Well, that's it's already been talked about a little bit, at least. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's kind of stupid. Is there's are two people, right? Right. <laughs> right. But uh, you know, I mean, if you really, I just I, I hope that selfishly, I hope that I don't want to put the kids in jeopardy. Of course, of course but, not. But I hope selfishly that they are able to contain it enough and do enough to convince um, the powers that be to play it, because I can guarantee them to you. NCAA wants to play it, and oh, CBS sure. wants to play it, and the kids want to play it. No doubt about it. 
look, it's, you know, the, <clears throat> the economic hit that the world is taking as a result of this is just unfathomable right now. You hope this is as bad as it gets with regard to the. It, it's not. It's it's not. Don't it's look not. at your 401ks anytime soon. Yeah, folks. seriously. Fuck, no I saw shit. that. I mean, I, I saw my. I, I saw. <laughs> I saw my investments, and I was like, "Is that pesos? What the fuck yeah, happened right, to my money?" Right. Uh, <laughs> they convert that over to Bitcoin. And you know what? <laughs> I usually have to. You know what sucks is to pay my taxes. I usually have to fucking take out some of my investments, which is the worst time to do it now. It's so fucking long. Well, no, I just heard uh, that they're going to um, extend the deadline this year. Yeah. Come on, I, Trumpy. I, I, didn't I see hate you. I, didn't see I hate you generally, but uh, come on, hook me up. <laughs> By the way, is this going to be the oldest election ever? I know we don't get into politics, but everybody's over 70. It's it's a disgrace. Is that ridiculous? It's a fucking disgrace. All we do is sit here and bitch and moan and throw temper tantrums, and then these are the assholes we put up there? Yeah, oh, yeah, fucking believable. Like, the vice presidents have never been more important because any of these guys could croak. Right and on, they, and they look about as clueless well, as they come. Especially so. now with the damn corona hitting the old people. Oh, man. If they get, yeah, no shit. Yeah, the They're right the demographic, the- dude. You see the president's quarantined all the all the cabinet members. Uh. I hope I I, I kind of hope I get quarantined. I don't want to get sick, but if I can get some continuances and not have to go to work for two weeks, I'm like fine. I'll Netflix. Boom. <laughs> I'm cool. Netflix. Boom. And my DVR is full. I can get my Netflix going. I'm I'm ready. Amazon Prime. There's quarantine. Some good that's not much different than my normal weekends anyway. <laughs> Certainly okay, not, honey. See you later. Certainly not much different for Jeremy. <laughs> Jeremy's like, yeah, yeah, so I'm you, good. You mentioned the bars earlier. I'm like, oh, I, I don't want that any bar. I said I'd go to the office. I said, oh, I, I was said, going to the office. I said the, uh, I said that text. Jeremy, you fucking asshole. I know you can read these texts, and it doesn't respond. It infuriates me. I don't know, but I lost my temper there for a second because I know this fucker. He ain't got. He ain't talking to nobody else but us, and he doesn't respond. I know. He's fed up with your. He's fed up with your negativity with the Cavs, Jerry. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame he's him. Done with you. It's it's tough being my friend <laughs> during like a sports. Oh, yeah. the sports. Let, let me be clear. During games, I completely ignore you. During the day at work, a lot of times I'm actually busy. No, but you even started doing that. That's kind of fucking yeah. rude. Yeah. <laughs> no, but during games, I'm just waiting. As soon as I see like. I, I look down, I see a notification, I'm like, text. I'm like, oh, fuck, Caps are playing. <laughs> fuck, God damn it, Jerry. It's fucking Jerry. Jerry's like, that's it, Caps are Like, how many times, and, I, and I'll say that, I always say this to Jeff and Chris, don't text me during the games, because if I'm not watching it, how many times do you ever text me when something fucking good happens? <laughs> like, I would say one out of 50. Like, hey, was, it's amazing how great we're playing. Normally, it's like, well, we shouldn't have bet again. Yep. Oh, well, fuck, I don't even need to watch the game now. <laughs> I guess I should just start get I should get back in the mix on the on the text and just but always you pause. Oh, good save. Oh, good shot. Good save. <laughs> good that, shot. The that's, PK's yeah. buzzing tonight, boys. That's the way it used to be with Mojo. That's true. Like when, when oh, Joe by the way, would do something. By the way, well. when Mojo got up in the, uh, in the shootout the other night, George looks at me, he's like, Oh, that fucker, yeah. he's gonna score and Boots is gonna well, lose it. I was had, like, Yeah, no shit. He had an assist on one on the first goal, I think. He did. Great play. He did. So. Uh, did we you don't, see a shootout attempt though? God, that was fucking we, awful. We don't miss everybody. We honestly don't miss sucked. him at all. <laughs> we honestly don't miss him at all. Um, not lost in all the uh, in all the cap stuff. How great has Nick Dowd been, by the way? I know he had his coming out party a little bit against Pittsburgh. That guy fucking plays really, really hard. Well, he was a healthy scratch a lot this year, wasn't he? Mm. No, not a lot. Not, it's not been a lot. Boyd. Boyd's the one that's been the scratch. Yeah. No, Dowd um, is pretty much he uh he's he's proven to be, I think in in the coaching staff's mind, that is what they wanted Chandler Stevenson to be. And he just didn't do Does Chandler Stevenson have fifty goals yet? <laughs> he's not. Probably has like forty, but yeah. Um 
he didn't do those like little extracurricular things in the corner. He didn't get his body in the way of shots. He didn't do a lot of the other things. Great skater, could play PK if you needed him to, et cetera, et cetera. But Dowd just kind of does everything you want from a fourth liner. And he's got that gritty sandpaper, you know, style yeah. to his game, and, and I, I'm really happy for a guy like that. Is Carolina going to make the playoffs? It's so fluid down there in the last couple spots. There's what, four teams I would not want to play them, man, because they have that home barn, and those. Assuming you're allowed to have fans, those dudes rocked. Look, last year. I, they were great last year. I mean, but last again, year it was like six nothing. You know, most yeah. games with. But the again, so. I gave you guys that stat a couple weeks ago that the Caps were like 22nd in the league in points. Is that guy actually at the game? Did you see how bright yeah, he looked like, he looked like he a hologram? Yeah, um, so the Caps were like 22nd in the league in points for like a 30 game stretch, and the Islanders and Hurricanes were behind us. <laughs> Since then, right. the Caps have you know righted the ship a little bit, picked up some points. The Islanders and Hurricanes have not. Right. They are not playing very good hockey at all right now. Um, well, the Hurricanes didn't lose their t- two of their goals. I, got, yeah. I, I can't lie. Part of me thinks that Philly's on a heater, but they're not going to be able to sustain yeah, it. Yeah, you know, it's that old, uh, you're, they're playing their best hockey in early March. Well, that's not great because the playoffs are still six weeks away at that know. point. I mean, no, nobody in the world needs this happiness and a good Caps run like I do. You know, <laughs> I need a Caps run. All and a about run. you, Jerry. You know, I just, I just, I need that in my life. So make it happen. I need a Caps run and fuck, do I need a Terps um, run? Big, God, I need a Terps run. Big Ten tournament, my guess is what we just saw the guy talking about. No more fans, Big Ten tournament. No fans, huh? Rut row. I wonder, no. Well, I guess Mitch wasn't headed there. No? They used to travel there. Mitch right? was yeah. headed there, turn around. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> turn around the rig. Turn the Terps van around. Turn the Terps van around, dude. <laughs> um, so... So Terps, are they going to kick them caps. out? Of, are they going to kick them out of the arena? That's, that's, that's what I'm wondering. So Terps, Caps, uh, the the future of how the the optics of the sport are going to look are still up in the air. It's a fluid situation. Barring them canceling anything, the games will continue. The tournaments will go on. It'll be different, like you said. After five fucking minutes, I won't care. Now, I mean, look at you. They'll only uh, show the first three rows anyway. Jerry, I'm with you, man. And and you know, especially when it comes to now. Uh, being completely serious here, <laughs> if we get to go and play at Pittsburgh in a couple weeks, the Caps with no fans at PPG Arena, be awesome. I'll be the happiest guy ever. That'll be great. However, you know how much we rag on the Caps for having Pittsburgh fans just infiltrate Cap One Arena? Did those, you see the red sweaters in Pittsburgh on, no. on Saturday? In, in Buffalo, too. I was Whole, shocked. Dude. You know, you, but you know, why, you know what makes Pittsburgh fans douches? And this is why. Because not only do they come to the games, that's fine, come to the fucking games. And yeah, but then they go outside and they get on the, the, the portrait gallery. Yeah, the stuff. portrait gallery and they start doing that shit. Like, get fucking jobs. Uh, Jerry you pieces is of shit. Full support of <laughs> Pittsburgh being the only arena that still allows everybody to come and, and be at the same place all together so they all get sick. Fucking send the corona um, up there. Yeah, exactly. Yenzers. Christ. But, uh, In all honesty, so RMNB I'm said... I'm not joking. I fucking hate every Penguins fan. <laughs> Fuck you. RMNB. I'm surprised you didn't see his tweet. Except for the Hoovens. I love the Hoovens. <laughs> and he was saying before the, games, before the game Saturday, his uh, Caps road crew buddies, you know, who always go up to MSG or Pittsburgh or Philly or whatever, he said they, they were there before the game, had brunch, you know, got inside for warm-ups, and they were like, holy shit. They're like, it is... The bottom bowl is just a sea of red right now. So the game started, and it was like red, 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 yellow, 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 red, 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 yellow. I yeah. mean, it was just red everywhere. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I love that. That's great. Well, I'm glad we're turning the tide a little bit. I would be surprised tomorrow if they're Caps fans at the game. I just would be. I, I think yeah, tonight I mean, they're going to make the announcement. Don't the, go. Yeah. The, the, when something happens, you know, drastic, it seems that the dominoes are falling quite quickly. So, and everybody's following suit. I think the two leagues are going to do it um, in, in terms of uh, NHL, NBA, NBA. Yeah. NHL. I yeah. think they'll do it in the next few hours, if not the next well, few minutes. It behooves both of them to be on the same page because so many Good teams word. share the arenas, yes. right? It behooves them. Yeah. It does. It does. Yeah. You know, if, they're, if they have a show of solidarity in, t- in terms of how they're approaching this, and it's going to be quick and swift and hopefully temporary, right? My, yeah. My yeah I, you, I mean, <clears throat> Mark Emmert said, look, we're banning fans for now. Right. But if some something happens in the next two weeks that gives us hope, the, the Sharks did say no fans for the rest of the season. Uh, I think it's unlikely. I don't. Too. I can't see. I'm not a doctor, um, but I can't see how you can do it that it's quickly. It's like a continuance, right? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I don't. I Just don't delaying know. the inevitable. Here. I may tell all the judges I have the corona, so I don't have my trials in the next <laughs> what, month. What I think that the uh, sort of to what Jerry's talking about here. Well, I think the NHL and NBA are probably looking at, and we sort of alluded to earlier, I don't know if it actually made it on air, but um, that they might push back the schedule a couple of weeks. So my guess is I don't think my, I don't think the NCAA is going to do that. I think no. it's either play or cancel. It's not push back. NBA, NHL are already talking about pushing back. Or just cancel the remain. I mean, how many games? Is, I'm, I bet you a lot of NHL players would love the fact that they just canceled the last two 14 games of the season. It's, I don't it's, see it. Uh, yeah, I don't see that happening. I'm I'm kind of with with Jeremy. It's almost like so when you build a schedule. Who gives a fuck, dude. Just yeah. cancel the, cancel the next two I, or three weeks. Look, yeah. at this point, to, start the playoffs when you're supposed. This to start. is unprecedented, right? So right. whoever's all, making the decision, we're all guessing. Exactly. Somebody's got to think outside the box because the box doesn't exist right now in this scenario. So whatever uh, determinations they make, it will be the first time that this path has been chosen. Hey. If you're a pharmaceutical company making five hundred trillion dollars a year, fucking put a vaccine together, dude. Come on, you got smart guys. So apparently they went from we won't have a vaccine for this for another twelve to eighteen months to we should have experimental vaccines in less than a few weeks. Which yeah, they're will be tested. Yeah. I think to, they're tr- yeah. I mean, experimentals. They, they they have them pretty yeah, much. Yeah, pretty just, much. But yeah. there's enough. You know, well, there's enough similarity apparently between this and other strains of other viruses yeah. that have. Existed. I have no fucking idea about any of this shit. I just I hope that um, that you know we have a lot of smart people uh, and we have a ton of money and I think the world is looking at us to make this. Freaking shit, go away! As so, they always do. Yeah. So Pfizer or who, if they're still in, I mean, they used to be. The big, <laughs> I have no idea if they're still a pharmaceutical company, right? Stop well, making Viagra, like Viagra for like two weeks and make right. the Corona vaccine. Hey, maybe maybe Viagra would work as a vaccine, and then make, make Viagra for free, so we can all have <laughs> fun. Now, I, I'm 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 sincerely hoping that it's on everybody's radar now. Worldwide. I'm confident. I am. Too. I am opti- I'm I'm a pessimistic, but but generally, we're all in it together. And we all, you know, there's a ton of, pa- it's a pandemic. I get it. It's true. Um, and there's a ton of, but there's a ton of media hype because nothing sells like fear, right? Uh-oh. The media, no media wants about fear. That. But I am hopeful that we can all get together, everybody work together and get this vaccine and just, you know. And in the interim, before the vaccine comes, do what your local government is right. telling you to do. And if they say, hey, it sucks not being able to go to, let's say, church or this gathering or right. this concert or I'll whatever. I'll probably stop going to the gym just in, for a while. Me, me too. 
<laughs> just because you know I'm touching, I'm touching things that other people are touching, and right. you know it's just right. that's probably a bad place to go. Mm-hmm. So I have a gym here. Work Yet out. another reason the Peloton investment was brilliant. <sighs> Love that fucking thing. <laughs> so feminine. I know it's so weak. I don't give a shit. Todd is Todd probably has like this this pink outfit. Todd probably has Jeremy like a U.S. Postal Service. Uh, Lance Armstrong, like, like a unitard. Uniform. <laughs> <laughs> I actually see those dorks riding their bikes on 108 and like full gear. Like, who the fuck are you sponsored by? And get out of the fucking road, asshole. I, I literally <laughs> yell at them as I roll down the window, get a fucking Peloton, asshole. I know nobody's <laughs> listening, but if you ride a fucking bike on 108 and you act like I'm a dick because I'm trying to pass you, go fuck yourself. That's right. Well, especially rush hour. I mean, give me a break. Oh, the fucking bike, bicyclist. I know. I, I know we all have rights, but Jesus Christ. <laughs> they, they shouldn't. Yeah, but they impinge on our right to drive our car on the two-lane road yeah. on 108. Those the coronavirus has made us yeah. veer off our... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, look I at the tangents yeah, we're going off. You it up, so no. Here we go. Yeah. Let me tell you about Trent Williams. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's get back so to hold it. Hold on. Hold on. Those rules of the road were made when the Model T was fucking around. <laughs> get off the fucking road. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry, Jerry, I had to get that on there. So hold angry. on a second. Hold on a second. Wait, are you exercising? Fuck and you. That, and Trent, that goes for Trent Williams, too. Get so, in your car. Get off your bike, asshole. So this is what I think is going to happen with Trent Williams. I think he's going to be traded. Um, some idiot team is going to give Pay him, him what he wants. Stuff. I, I don't think he'll get what he claims he wants. I think he'll get around $16 million. Right. Um, I just think he wants out of Washington. Sure. Um, Most importantly, what's the compensation So be? I think... They're, they're, the Cleveland Plain Dealer has a, a, a reporter named Mary Kay Cabot, I think is her name. Mm-hmm. And she's really connected. Okay. Especially in, with the Browns. Got it. And she said that she thought the trade compensation that the Browns would offer for Trent Williams is a second and a player or a second and another pick. Okay. Uh, which I would take. I would take a second. I think it's going to be about a... I would take it. I think it's going to be a second and a fourth. Um, I think the Redskins want a player, though. I think. So you think they want to pick in a player? Uh, yeah, or a player. I think they, hmm. you know. Okay. Yeah. So I would love to get a second round pick because that's where the tight ends are going to go. Like the hmm. really good tight ends, right. like the kid from Notre Dame. Um, I think he's the best one out there. Is that Claypool or something like that? Is that no? He's name? the wide receiver. It's Komet. I think K M E T. Weird last name, but he's you know a big guy can run. Yeah. Well, no, I think, can't block yeah. or shit, but nobody nobody yeah. cares about that anymore. The reason I bring up Claypool is there's some teams are talking about converting him. To I'm telling, a tight end. I'm yeah. telling, I'm telling yeah. you what, man. The wide receivers, you're going to get a starting oh, caliber good wide receiver in the fourth round. A dozen, fifteen. Yeah, I mean, easy. you have guys who are projected to go in the fourth round that are like all time leading wide receivers yeah. at their school. You probably have five just from Alabama and LSU. I mean, those guys are amazing. <laughs> but so I'd like to see them get a second. Um, I think they can sort of get a free. Interestingly, um, the Jets are a team that seems to be looking at Trent Williams. Yes. They have a tackle that is not as good as Trent Williams, but he wants to be paid too. Okay. And some of the theory was is that he's got one or two years left, um, and maybe they do a player-for-player trade, and then the Jets give up another pick um, to get that. So you're actually getting your left tackle mm. and a, a player. Now the pick won't be a second if you get him, but right. Um, a fourth or a fifth or something like that. But you know what? I, a sneaking suspicion, and I know it's probably not going to happen, but damn it. If everybody's tweeting about it, what about Trent Williams for Stefan Diggs? 
Hmm. He is so unhappy in Minnesota for whatever reason. Right. I have no idea why. Right. He's got a better quarterback there than he does here. But he's boys with Haskins. Mm-hmm. He's a he's a local kid. Um, Pretty good and, player. And he <laughs> is becoming a nightmare for Minnesota. For, yeah. I, I assume it's, it's contract related. But. I, I, you know, I I had just looked at the tip of the iceberg of that situation because I'm invested in him. He's a terp. I, if and you I have two to, disgruntled players, right? Yeah, seriously. Um, but I, I've heard that part of the consternation with him is not only the contract and the lack of guaranteed money he has currently, like every other NFL guy, it seems. Um, it's the it's splitting time with with Thielen. You know, he's. Right. Yeah, you know, he, he's Steph wants to be the man. Right. He wants well, he wants not, 150 targets. And he wants over 100 catches. Yeah, you know? It's not only wanting to be the man. That's part of it. But also they have incentives. And if you're yes. splitting balls with Bingo. a guy, you're not making your incentives. Exactly. So and, and uh, one of the beat writers for Minnesota was on with uh, Dukes, you know, back during the season. And he said one of the th- and Dukes made the comment about Diggs. He keeps fumbling the ball and he goes, he's trying to do so much when he gets the ball. Because of what you just said, Jerry, there's enough contract incentives there. If he's at the 20 and he could just take it and get out of bounds for a first down, he's thinking, if I take this this to the house, that's touchdown number eight or nine, and he just sees the dollar signs in his head, you but, know, and, and he was turning the ball over because he was just trying too hard. I don't think it's going to be that. But, I don't think so but either. The, but, it, you know, I just I saw numerous, like, tweets about it and, like, social media stuff. But I think more likely than not, um, Cleveland is still in play. And guys, they're going to get exactly what they were going to offer. They could have gotten last year. I, right. There is it's nonsensical. Other than Bruce Allen's a moron, mm-hmm. and he just was stupid and not trading him. If it, I'm, I, I hate Bruce Allen. Right. I'm glad he's gone. But the narrative that, rides bikes. Right. <laughs> the <laughs> no narrative doubt about that. The narrative that we lost something. Um, the only thing I think we really lost is getting picks last year. Huh. You yeah. know. Yeah. But I, I don't think there was a one on the table. I know there wasn't a one on the table. Um, all lies. Oh, it was just because. Yeah, I mean, because they. I mean, as dumb as we think Allen is, I think he probably would have taken that. Well, I mean, it, you can say anything because he wasn't trading Bruce, right? Mm-hmm. So the narrative is like, oh my God, they're giving a one. No, no New England. Once they knew, because first of all, everybody knew this was about money. Mm-hmm. It was all about money. Um, and they knew that Trent wanted more money. Once New England, John Kimes said, once they determined how much he was seeking, they backed off. They didn't even make an offer. Right. And Cleveland was offering a second and another pick, which is exactly what they're going to offer this time. Sure. And if you believe that Trent Williams is worth it, he's actually a better prospect now if you can get him in the contract you want, and he doesn't have as much wear and tear on his body. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, the year off almost helps solidify right. that situation so that for both parties. Whatever deal they get is what they were going to get last year. Now here's a here's a crazy theory. What about Trent for Hayden Hurst and a pick? <laughs> uh, I'd take him for Hayden I Hurst. Haven't, haven't heard that a dozen times yet. <laughs> yeah, and well, Marshall Yanda retired for the Ravens. Yes, right, and he yep. he was a, so that makes their interior need even more. It does. I, I, if I was the Ravens, I'd be calling the Redskins and be like, hey, man, Brandon Sheriff. I mean, I think Ron Rivera wants Brandon Sheriff. I think he does, too. I personally think that's the – why would you ever pay the most obsolete position in the football $16 million just because he's a good one when right. you could go with Wes Martin and Eric Flowers for a quarter of that mm-hmm. and then buy – uh, some some skill positions and actually we can build the legend of West Martin. Well, and, so and, 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 and share for Hurst, Andrews, and a first. Oh, they're not giving up Andrews. Come on, Jeremy, you're mocking me now. <laughs> I think that wasn't meant. To, yeah, yeah, it kind of was. Not on purpose, though. <laughs> Usually, it was on purpose. That time it wasn't. Well, I think that uh, 
Yeah, I think they're going to get a second to pick. You think so? You know, if you're Cleveland, you might throw that uh, the tight end, what's his name? Uh, the kid from Miami that used to be good and sucks now. Yeah, I know. Oh, David. Yeah, yeah, yeah. David. In Joker. In Joker. In Joker. Yeah. In Joker. yeah. yeah. The guy's always hurt. He's yeah, always hurt. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was big on him during the year, and I was like, oh, I'll just trade for him. He's only had a couple concussions. I look back, he's had like six. Yeah, he's uh, he's damaged goods. Yeah, including one, I think, the, I don't know if it ended the season, but it, it, it did. It, it, it did, a, yeah. And Trent Williams is, not Trent Williams, uh, Jordan Reed, speaking of concussions, I is going to continue to play. Poor bastard. I, I just, I sincerely uh, hope for his sake that it's not another concussion, but something like a little shoulder injury or something keeps him out and prevents him from taking a big hit. I really do. Just for, just to save him from himself a little bit. Yeah. I mean, just seeing that hit he took last preseason, it was just like, I mean, uh, we probably all at least had a, a slight feeling that might have been it. And it may still be, it may not be, but you just don't want to see it happen again. Yeah. That's just, the big thing. Because he seems like a good dude. Yeah. I mean, he really He's got does. two young I mean, kids, you know, all that stuff. So Yeah. Well, they got free agency starting. The the uh, <clears throat> period that you could start talking to free agents is like in five days. Yep. Um, and, and everything did get bumped back a couple days, I think, because of the CBA vote or whatever. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah, that's right. That that's could, right. I mean, that, that could make... I mean, that could make the $70 million that the Redskins have in cap space like $80 million. I know. Don't be surprised if they start talking to Amari Cooper. Yeah, I've, I mean, I've don't heard be that surprised, as well. man. I've I'm telling you, well. they're going to throw cash. Um, they need. I mean, with him and McLaurin, that's a pretty good duo. It's it not is. like they don't need a wide receiver. Oh no, they do. They do. I I, I hear you loud and clear. But the the pressing needs across the board are just so many. Well, um, I think you just get. I, I I just like them to target impact players who can help the quarterback. That's I right. don't give a shit what. And, and it, there's really not a position they don't need. Uh, agreed. As long and, as and tight end is lo- really just at the top, well, but you said the crop is so they got so Hooper bare. and nobody else. Yeah, yeah. So that's why they need and a Hooper's going to get paid. Oh, he's going to get paid, and he's above average, but he's going to get paid elite. Yes, he shit. is. He's going to he's going to get paid like he's Travis Kelsey, and he's not. He's not. You know, but he's a good player. Yeah, but he's a good player. Well, be interesting to see. Now, <clears throat> when is when is the actual draft? April. And April 20th. And I was, they don't cancel it. I was just going to say, what if, the, you know, you're going to have the draft, but it might be the, old, be, it might be, be the type, it might be the type of draft when I used to watch it. Yeah. yeah. Like me and Mel Kuyper and 16 other people. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, all those dudes, all the, it was in Madison or uh, Radio City Music Hall. That's right. And all those Giants fans were there, morons. And, and Jets, Jets fans. And Jets. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, I mean, could it be one of those where it's almost done from like an ESPN type studio, and then all the draft picks come out on a on a VR screen or whatever? Or you know? just do you know what do what they do for the later round picks? Just have you know if you really want to send somebody to their house, so you can uh, do their draft party, do that you know, right with Haskins. Yeah, you can come to you know Gaithersburg, go bowling, and you know do a draft. <laughs> Sounds like a great idea, actually. Uh, well, with that being said, um, lots to look forward to. Lots of unknowns, which makes it really, really weird. Um, but it is a sobering thought because it, we, we, I think we'll get less, uh, you know, indignant about the Caps, you know, blowing a, a two goal lead or you know the Terps committing a foul late in the game, knowing eh, there's bigger fish to fry out there. You know, this is just uh, this is our entertainment. So, what do you, uh, what do you guys think about the Terps? What, what's your prediction? I think they make for the this, Big Ten. I uh, Big Ten tournament. I think they beat. I think Indiana is going to beat Penn State. And I think Maryland's going to beat Indiana in a nail biter, and then I think Maryland loses to Michigan State. That's exactly what I was going to say. 
I think Penn State will beat Indiana. Maryland beats Penn State and then loses to Michigan State. I think if Penn State beats Indiana, I think Penn State beats Maryland. You think so? I do. I don't like the matchup. I think Indiana I, yeah. beats Maryland because you can't beat a team three times in a row. I just don't think Maryland, yeah, Maryland's not getting past Michigan State, I guess, is my bottom line, unfortunately. Yeah. Well, either way, should put us in a yeah. three seed. Yep. You know? And, uh, and lose to the four, uh, what is it? 14. 14. 14. Yeah. Awesome. Now, I think, so NCAA tournament, I think we make it to the Sweet 16. I really do. Yeah. Um, you know what? The, the no fans is going to hurt the small schools. Absolutely. Because, oh, yeah. Because they feed off the fans. Oh, and Everybody yeah. in the arena wants Abs- to see the upset. Absolutely. And if there's nobody there. Well, that Maryland-Belmont game last year when that kid was just – he fucking went unconscious and just hit all those threes. I mean, that was all, at, like, uh, in, environment and energy-driven. Right. You know, you play that game in an empty barn, there's no way that motherfucker hits that many threes. You know, not not a chance. So, you know, we'll it's gonna, see. It's going to be weird. Going to be weird. But, barring anything crazy, we'll be back next week with more banter, more shenanigans. If I have the corona, you guys, and I'm quarantined upstairs, mm-hmm. you guys can have the podcast without me. Sounds good. Sounds good. And call into your own basement. <laughs> That's right. We'll do a call-in show. We'll do a call-in show next week <laughs> if need be from afar. Uh, until next week, stay safe. Wash your hands. For the love of God, wash w- your hands. Washy-washy people. <laughs> and uh, we will see you next week. See ya. Wings, beers, and tears. Give us a follow. Peace.